Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have me, sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this new crazy mother. Hey, what's up, monkeys? Welcome to this Friday quickie episode. Hey, just a couple quick announcements, real quick. We just got the outdoor anchors back in. They're awesome. They're bomber. Check them out. They're on the monkey.co website. I know I've gotten a lot of messages from monkeys asking about those. So they're back. We've got, I think we have a thousand. So, and I think there's like 25,000 monkeys. So you might want to get on that quick. Second, Monkey Merino is still there. I love, I wear it all week long. It doesn't stink. Don't, don't tell your wife or significant other that you do that, but it's true, man. They just, they're soft, they breathe, and they feel wild. So check those out. Otherwise, I mentioned this again in the, in the episode, but I was just, I was, I've been working on the body hardening manual. I was coming across some, I'm trying to think of the right word, some inconsistencies, I'll say. So I wanted to share it with you guys and on that note, I think the body hardening manual is going to be rad. Can't wait to get it out when we ship Stoic here. So please enjoy the episode. Have a wild weekend. Here we go. What's up, monkeys? Monkey Dan here, and welcome to the Live Wild or Die podcast. So I've been working on the body hardening training manual for the Stoic Kickstarter campaign. I'm really psyched on it. It's a really cool program. I think whether you back Stoic or not, it's going to be a super useful tool. It's not a huge time commitment, but I think it's just, it's about building these habits and practices that'll fit more or less seamlessly into your life. So really stoked to get this out there. But so what I've been doing is I've been kind of using news articles, blog posts, things like that. I've been using those as a gateway to finding scientific scholarly articles. So those would be research papers that are published in quote unquote reputable, reputable journal sources. And you know, that's a whole nother topic we could get into. I'm not super, super keen on what journals are the best and what journals are the worst, but it's pretty easy to kind of filter those out quickly. But what I'm noticing is that you'll see these news headlines or these blog posts from like pretty decent sources, people that I would generally trust. And they're totally misrepresenting what these studies are actually showing. So it just, it really made me think that when there's the news loves, the media loves to say new study shows blank by blank. And it's always extraordinary. And there's old saying extraordinary claims need extraordinary evidence, which typically is lacking. So what I'm noticing is there's these news outlets, these media outlets, these blogs making these claims and they're citing studies that, that don't support those claims at all. And it's, um, man, it really, one, it's, it makes me kind of question some of the beliefs I hold. Am I, am I reading things and not fully investigating them and just taking it at face value, which You know, it's hard to, especially with the amount of input coming in right now, it's really hard to, you know, do this deep dive research into any new topic that comes up. So, you know, if you find a source you trust, that's typically what I do is trust the source, but man, it's, uh, it's really disturbing to me in a way because 
once you've let an input into your mind, it's really hard to get it out of there. And I think the best example is the food pyramid that most of us grew up with. So I'm 30, I'm 35. It's funny how you kind of forget your age once you cross like 31, 32. But most of us grew up with this food pyramid where it was grains, pasta, bread, a lot of processed carbohydrates at the bottom of the food pyramid. And then fat became the devil, especially saturated fat. And I think we're starting to see now there's a lot of evidence coming out that suggests that fat is not nearly the monster that it was made out to be. So kind of extrapolating that concept to just whatever it may be, this particular article I found had to do with cold exposure and immunity. And man, I just, I I was really taken aback by how these articles were saying essentially cold exposure increases your immunity. And they were citing this article, but the article specifically says there was no difference in amount of days that people were sick. So I can link to the article so you guys can check it out. But I just wanted to bring that up and just kind of plant that seed in your all's mind so you can't forget, you, you can't get it out now. But I think you really, really need to approach extraordinary claims that lack extraordinary evidence with extreme caution. And, you know, I'm all about pushing the edge. I'm all about experimenting. And I don't think it's necessarily, well, for example, one is I took a cold shower this morning, so I'm, I'm not trying to knock cold showers or anything like that, but it's more of the way that research and data and science is being interpreted and how we kind of, we kind of want to be in this binary situation where it's either true or false, where, you know, most of the time a good scientist will say, well, the research suggests or the data suggests meaning there's some amount of certainty, but there's, there's no, it's very hard to get like a very hard, truth or fact there's you can aggregate data you can aggregate excuse me aggregate results they give you a high degree of confidence but it's really hard to say with certainty how things are working especially with biological systems where there's just so many inputs variables and factors that are really hard to account for and we often want to work in this more mechanistic mindset so Something to think about, and I also wanted to share, I was looking actually at Derek Sivers' book notes for the book called Anti-Fragile. It's by Nassim Taleb, but I was reading this and I came across this passage that it fit perfectly with what I'm talking about with these blogs and news sites kind of over-sensationalizing scientific research, but... I'm just going to read this passage real quick. So he says, if you look at the very same data on a daily basis, the composition would change to 95% noise, 5% signal. And if you observe data on an hourly basis, as people immersed in the news and market price variations do, the split becomes 99.5% noise to 0.5% signal. That is, oops. That is 200 times more noise than signal, which is why anyone who listens to news, this is in parentheses, except when very, very significant events take place, is one step below sucker. Then the next 
note he has here is there's so much noise coming from the media's glorification of the anecdote. So again, it's, um, the reason why I wanted to communicate with this, the reason why I want to communicate this with you monkeys was I just think it's important. There's so much input coming at us all the time, ads, social media, news, all that. I think it's, I think it's really hard to, again, once something has gotten in there, once you've heard it, listened to it, kind of internalized it, it's, it's kind of hard to get out. So I think, I think it's really important to be cognizant and conscious of what you let into your mind. And also if there's, if there are extraordinary claims, I think it's important to at least take a deeper look, maybe find someone you really trust you know, it's pretty easy to find research articles. There's a website, it's pub, P-U-B, pubmed.gov. It's essentially the database of all the scholarly articles, more or less in the world. And you can also, if you search Google, there's Google scholarly articles as well. So it's not that hard to find these studies. If you don't have a strong scientific background, it might be a little bit challenging to interpret them, but most studies have what's called an abstract, which is like a general kind of a general summary of what happened. They have the results, the methods, all these different things. It's kind of like a paragraph of paragraph summary of the study, but oftentimes they'll have some hard data in there that might be a little bit easy, easier to interpret. It's, it's not that you can get the whole picture from just reading the abstract, but it can at least, you know, maybe give you a little bit more clarity into actually what the results were, how they were obtained, all that stuff. So that is our quickie episode for today. And thank you monkeys for tuning in. I appreciate you guys. Any questions, comments, notes, send them our way. Info at monkey.co. You can hit me up on Instagram, monkey.co at monkey.co. That is have a wild weekend monkeys get out there it's a beautiful day here in colorado so psyched to get out see you guys next time monkey on